Hello, ladies, and welcome to another episode on the Holistic Healing Podcast, where women are beautifully and wonderfully created. I'm your host, Dominique, and today I am very excited to be introducing you to the wonderful Nina Paris. She is a professional dance instructor turned connections coach and expert who is now a best-selling author, helping people build magnificent relationships with themselves and others, and teaching people how to have better connections and conversations both on the dance floor as well as off the dance floor. We we know that dance can be a very uh, have very positive effects on our bodies and our emotions, and it can also be used as a body language, but it is also the principles of dance that can be applied to enhancing your communication skills in any relationship and can better have a better, healthier sense of your well-being. So today, Nina will be talking about the holistic practice of dance, hormones that are correlated and created during dance, as well as your well-being. So she's specifically going to be talking about different hormones such as um, oxytocin and dopamine um, and a couple of other really cool big ones um, that we would love to just um, hear more from Nina and just hear about her expertise and her knowledge. I'm so excited. I love I love hearing how all the different hormones can interact in all these different areas of life. So Nina, welcome. Hi, everyone. I'm super happy to be here and actually just share so much how connecting with others and dancing, how you can use music and movement and mindset to improve your well-being and have that kind of holistic lifestyle. So let's dive in. Yes, absolutely. So I'm just going to say I have never done, I mean, I've always danced um, as a young child, but I never thought that hormones and dance and connecting our bodies was really such a huge part of our mental well-beings and our mental well-beings are connected in turn to our physical well-beings. So I'm very excited to hear more about what you're going to say. Um, I know you have a lot of information um, about oxytocin and dopamine and connections and things like that. Can you just explain a little bit more about that, that knowledge and dig a little deeper for us? Yes, for sure. So um, as you said, I'm a dance instructor turned connection coach, and I've been teaching dance for over 22 years. I started teaching dance at the age of 19, but I, I started dancing when I was very young. And through my course of learning to teach dance, I came across a lot of research that talked about how music and movement, it's kind of like a double whammy of pleasure and that it helps our brain and it helps us become you know smarter it activates our motor circuits and our sensory circuits when we dance but music also helps um, our brain our brain reward center so music and movement together which essentially is dance does help us in so many levels keep a healthy brain and also it actually releases so many different hormones into our bodies that help in many different levels. So oxytocin is one of the most famous ones in dopamine, but also the things like serotonin and helping us to not be feeling depressed. Or if when you're feeling a little bit low, you can do one tango lesson and decrease and, and increase your serotonin by like uh, 15% and you can decrease your cortisol by 20%. 
And so you're doing this movement with people. And then all of a sudden these, these changes are happening in your body. Um, also, you know, dancing can help your cholesterol. <laughs> so, and your, your heart health by um, nitric oxide it's called. And so what's happening is it's reducing your bad cholesterol, the one that creates plaque, and it's increasing the good cholesterol, the one that actually lets all of that stuff go into the liver and get it cleansed out. So moving our bodies, dancing, uh, creates all of these different changes in our bodies that are super, super healthy. And we kind of know this intuitively, but when you look at the stats, the last stat that I found very interesting was how um, it helps your estrogen and it increases it by 48%. And so it helps your PMS symptoms and your reproductive health. So being in an environment where you can dance like a group lesson, or even just at home by yourself, putting the music on and dancing can create these like effects that uh, help you in so many different areas from your heart to your, your reproductive system, to your stress levels. And then to how you feel bonded with others. So oxytocin is called the cuddle hormone, right? Because it helps us um, connect with others. It's a pro-social hormone that helps us, you know, create deeper connections. And so we can delve right into how dancing can do that. Um, But uh, I just wanted to take a pause here because I shared a lot. But um, yeah, so you said your experience, you haven't... Done, have you done a traditional class of dancing like so salsa, tango? Have you do, ever tried? Um, yeah. So I used to dance when I was young. I danced for until about high school. And then when I went to, off to, to college and things like that, I started doing more varsity sports like track and field and soccer and things like that. But I always loved dance. And I always, I can just remember in like college and high school and even after I was married, my husband and I, we'd always be dancing in the kitchen while cooking dinner. And I always felt good after. And I thought that was just because, you know, I'm someone who likes to dance. Um, and actually, when we were doing our wedding, my husband and I, when we were having our wedding, I actually asked him, I was like, you know, dancing really makes me feel good. And I would love to have our first dance be a beautiful um, kind of memorable moment, milestone. And we actually yes. took some ballroom dancing classes leading up to it. And it's funny because afterwards, we would always feel more connected with each other. Yes. And and we just kind of thought, oh, that's just because we're spending time with each other. But now after digging deeper into this and hearing you you speak, how it, it lowers your cortisol by 20%, that's amazing. And your estrogen, it stabilizes that estrogen. So it's more than just that oxytocin love cuddle hormone, um, mm-hmm. which is, is just great because I know in my own hormone healing class that I I teach women, my digital hormone online healing class, I talk about how stabilizing estrogen is so important. So many women are dealing with unbalanced estrogen and problems with estrogen that is causing bloating and PMS, hormonal acne, um, mood swings and night sweats, and even even problems with fertility and pregnancy and all these things. Um, So you're telling me that just that connection of dancing can help to stabilize that estrogen, man, you have me sold. I'm going to be doing dance yeah. now when I'm uh, not feeling so great. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so if we look at um, 
let's just look at moving by yourself. So you put the music on and you start moving by yourself. We know that, you know, your mind can change your body by like saying great things about yourself. You can start feeling a little bit better, but your body can also change your mind. So one of the the techniques that I recommend to my clients when I coach them um, on, on getting into their body is to Put the music on and start moving your hips. So you're moving side to side and then you start moving your arms and your shoulders and you can shake your shoulders. We call that a shimmy. But then you start adding like some of the affirmations that we know are helpful for having a positive mindset. So you might start moving your hips and then you can say things like, you know, I, I am wonderful or I love myself or I am brave or kind. I'm bold. And you will be surprised how that can really start changing your mood. Because you are doing that of reducing the cortisol, you're also increasing the serotonin. And then as you are moving around and having fun, you it's a, it's a pleasure. The pleasure nerves are getting activated. So you, you're, get, you're getting a reward, right? You're having the small win of feeling, of moving and, and feeling good about it. Um, and so then all of a sudden in a minute or two or even five minutes, you've really changed your state, you will start feeling more relaxed and happier because of all of these hormones being released or neurotransmitters being released into your bloodstream. Um, and it's just so simple. You know, you turn the music on, you start moving around, and then you can add the affirmations. And I've, uh, I've done this and, you know, taught online. I've done uh, Zoom classes like this, and I've, I've go into uh, corporations or places, and I I tell people to do this. We do this together. I mean, there's a TED talk of me having 2000 people standing up and we're, we're moving and we're, we're talking about our successes and it's amazing just how the smiles are happening. So if you look at just that, how, what smiling does for the body, you know, dancing can instigate that. It can trigger that and, um, and moving can trigger that. So if you ever feel a little stuck or if you feel a little bit low energy, just putting the music on and moving around that will create an instant change of state. And it's, it's really interesting. A lot of my students, when they come to my local lessons, or even when people do my online daily challenge that I have, they say to me sometimes like, Oh, I didn't feel like doing it in the beginning, but then after I turned on the video or after I came to class, I always feel better. And yeah. that is so the magic, right? We, we always feel better after we do the thing, after we do the dancing. And that there is science behind it now with all of these stats we just shared. Of course you feel better. You just reduced your stress level. You just increased your um, serotonin. And so the oxytocin, if we want to get into that, that's the one that really activates when you are interacting with someone else. So if you're in a dance class, or in a conversation. Oxytocin will activate when there is touch, when there is eye contact. Um, and so, yeah, so in the dance class, for example, if you come to one of my dance classes, or if you do this at home with one of our videos and, you, and you're with your partner and you start holding each other in the dance frame, it's actually kind of like a hug. Mm -hmm. And so you're getting the same effects of a hug. And they, you know, they say we need to be healthy about eight hugs a day. So you do five minutes of dancing with your partner or 10 minutes or 20 minutes, or you do a whole class. If you come to a class, it's an hour class. You are dancing with people and touching them for like a long, prolonged hug. Or yeah, if you switch partners, every, 
right? That's like you're getting all your eight hugs in like 20 minutes. But if you are switching partners, like in our, in our dance classes, we switch partners a lot. You're getting a different person every time. That's a different hug. And, and so mm-hmm. it will all, um, you know, touch every person that you interact with gives you sometimes a different feeling or it's the novelty that will release some dopamine every time you have a new partner, a new person that you're dancing with, if you're switching. Um, but if not, just touching someone for more than 20 seconds, that is considered a hug. So, and it's super fun. And you're not even realizing that you're hugging for that whole hour as you're dancing with your partner. And yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's awesome to hear. I, I mean, personally, I love dancing with, like I said, my husband as a partner and, and even dancing partners. I actually just recently went with to a class with one of my friends and, and there were partners and things and people around the room. I have one quick thing that came to mind though, and I'm not sure if you could answer this just as you were talking. What if you are somebody who isn't what you would consider? Like I know my, some listeners might be listening to this and saying, well, I don't like to touch people. I I don't, I'm not a touchy feely person. I, I don't like hugging. How can dance and, um, in connection, kind of still build that oxytocin and really help with that that love feeling if you're somebody who doesn't like to hug. Can you just expand on that a little yes. bit? Is, is, yes. that a, is that a bad question? Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. So another way to have oxytocin being released in the bloodstream is if you eye gaze or if you make eye contact with somebody for more than 30 seconds. So sometimes one of the exercises that I'll do is I'll have people marry each other and they're not touching. They're just kind of doing the same moves together. And then they're continuing the eye contact. And as the moves change, so someone is a leader and they'll be changing the moves, the other person has to follow. And sometimes with the eye contact and you're looking at the whole person, um, you can sense the change. And so the the goal and the, the game of the class is to kind of stay connected, even though you're not touching. And when you are eye gazing with someone or when you're in conversation and even listening to someone and you make that eye contact, if it's more than 30 seconds and if you're enjoying the interaction, oxytocin will get released. And so what happens even in conversation, you can do this. You're having an amazing conversation with someone and you're making eye contact and it's going well, oxytocin will be released. And if you are having a good conversation, which we can talk about how to create better conversations and deeper connections, Every time the conversation gets better and better and better, dopamine gets released as well. And that helps you to continue the conversation, feeling good about it. And so it continues bonding you because the the oxytocin is a a bonding uh, hormone and it's going to make you feel like there's trust between you and it's going to make you feel um, better about this person as you're interacting. But then the dopamine is what... um, helps you continue the, the activity, the behavior, the, the conversation, because it's it's like, oh, you're getting a pleasure hit here and another hit, pleasure hit here. So that conversation is great or that dance moment is great. And so you're getting the dopamine reward to encourage your body to do it. And then also it will remember, the also it will remember that that was a pleasurable activity with that person. And so your body, next time you see that person, it's like, oh, yes, I like her or I like him. You know, like it went well the last time. So dopamine kind of creates um, an imprint in your memory about dancing or about that conversation or about that person. So if you're a a person who doesn't, let's say, like to dance, um, you can still get the effects of oxytocin and how you connect with others by having 
eye contact and conversation and even doing sometimes like as you speak, um, you know, you can have small touches on the shoulder and, and just, you know, when you have a good conversation and you're like, oh my God, you're right. And you connect, you know, you touch someone's elbow or you're like, oh my God, or their arm. And you're like, you're right. I agree with you. That also will create oxytocin. So you don't have to touch for prolonged periods of time. Of course, the more you do, then then yes, you will for sure have the release. So they say 20 seconds of a, a hug will give you an oxytocin hit for sure. But if you're having a good conversation and you have a kind of repeated touch, then that will also create that response. And so that is that is awesome. The, all the information you just shared, I can. I'm just thinking about how how effective and useful it can be for many of of my listeners and a lot of my my clients who I work with because I've actually seen a lot of females come to me who are struggling with depression. Um, yes. And you just talking about this kind of opens a whole new door of possibilities for them without mm-hmm. the problematic side effects of medication. Um, so I'm, yes. I'm not I'm not here. I'm not going to open that door of medication. That's not what we're talking about. That I'm not for against. I'm not saying any of that. But my point is it's another avenue that people can pursue if they are dealing with depression or anxiety, which I have had many women coming to me and depression and anxiety is essentially a hormone problem. Um, Mm -hmm. as, as, as terrible as it sounds, it's not just like a lot of people are embarrassed to say, Oh, I have depression or, Oh, I have all this anxiety. Mm -hmm. And in reality, it's just, it's another sickness. Essentially, it's just another sickness that we can try and help and treat. And you talking about, you know, dance and the oxytocin levels and the the dopamine levels. And the dopamine, for those who are listening who are wondering, we keep mentioning dopamine. Dopamine is kind of that reward hormone, that hormone that you get when, you know, you get very excited or or you you get, you know, maybe you went down a roller coaster and you loved it or or something like that. Um, That's what dopamine is. So oxytocin is kind of like that cuddle and love hormone and dopamine is kind of like that reward word hormone. So those are our feel good hormones. And a lot of times when we're depressed, we don't have a lot of our dopamine levels and our oxytocin and our serotonin levels are all too low. Um, And this is a great way to just really boost up those oxytocin and dopamine levels and build connections with people. Um, Yeah. And, And, you know, and also, yeah. Go ahead. Well, also, um, you build connections as far as you'd like. So I have a lot of clients that are going through depression and they come to dance class as a form of supplemental therapy. And, and what, what I, what, why they like it is because you can connect as much or as little as you want, because everybody's mm-hmm. there for the purpose of learning to dance. It's not a dating place. You know, it's not a, like a meetup where you have to converse with everyone. So you're there to dance and you're learning how to dance. But it's a byproduct that there's lots of different people. So you could make friends if you'd like to. It's a byproduct that there's, you know, males and females. So you could, you know, ask someone out if you'd like to. But it's up to you. And when you're going through a, a period of time where things are difficult, you know, you want to create that boundary for yourself and you want to decide, okay, today I'm going to I'm gonna actually stay after class a little bit and, and have some conversations or not, not today. I feel really raw today. I'll just came to do the exercise and then I'm going to leave. So the dance lessons are a very safe environment for you to decide how much you're going to connect or not. But if you are ready, you know, or if you are coming to do a dance class, the exercise alone is going to help the depression, right? But then the environment of being around music 
that's going to, again, help your brain. And then the environment of being around people who are happy and everybody's enjoying themselves. Like just even if you think at a meta level, being in an environment where the energy is happy and uplifting, even if you're not feeling happy and uplifting, your mirror neurons are going to respond to that no matter what. So you're just kind of putting yourself in a soup of happiness. And even if you're not happy, you're going to be affected. You're going to be, you know, leaving that place a little bit better because we cannot control that. We do reflect what we are surrounded by. Mm-hmm. So put yourself in great environments like the dance classes or put yourself in places where you can have deep conversations and that will affect your oxytocin levels, your serotonin levels, your cortisol will be reduced and then your dopamine. And, and you know, dopamine can be, you can get a hit of dopamine by somebody saying, good job, great, you did the step or even free samples will give us a hit of dopamine. We're like, oh my God, free samples, let's go. Or if, you, if your boss gives you a compliment and so... Um, we don't have to do extreme things like, like uh, you know, getting out of our comfort zone and, and hitting a home run to get the dopamine hit. We can do yeah. small little things like going to a class and feeling proud that we stepped out of our comfort zone. Okay, now we're going to go back into our comfort zone and you mm-hmm. can go hide after in the bedroom if you need to, but at least you did that one step and then the next day you can decide again, do I want to go again or do I want to do my five minute of dancing habit that, yeah. you know, I, I help women do with our online challenges. We do five minutes a day of dancing every day. And it's, yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's that's awesome. awesome. And I'm also thinking too, so the female hormone system is actually has um, what we call infradian rhythm. And that basically just means um, essentially that when you're, you're ovulating, you have different, your hormones are at different levels based upon what time of the month you are, whether you're menstruating or ovulating or, or not. And um, I know when you're ovulating, you're actually tend to be inclined to be much more social. You want those social interactions. So when you're ovulating, that could be that time of the month when you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to go take this dance class with a group of people because I do feel more inclined. And then maybe when you're on, say, your your menstrual period or your cycle, and it's more of a self-reflection time, and you're telling me that, you know, you can just dance at home. If you're not feeling great on your period and you don't want to go out and see people, you can just dance at home and make yourself feel good with those, put some music on and just kind of sway and dance at home. And this, I think, would just be very beneficial beneficial to um, ladies and and women and everything in that sense. Do you agree? Oh, 100%. 100%. And it happens to me too. Like I, I have even when I have a headache sometimes and I'm like, okay, should I go to class or not? And I, and I think, okay, I need to go to class. I will go to class and I will do my dance lesson and I'm not as funny as usual or whatever, but after class, I always feel that the headache is less or, um, and, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, sometimes I can get a sub and I can stay home and not worry about it, but I would still, you know, use music and some light movement. If I'm having, you know, a migraine, I won't be able to dance, but just some stretching and some movement, some yoga movement or whatever that will help me again shift that state you know change that energy and um yes yes so dancing can be done anywhere you can do it you know even if you're on vacation like it it doesn't it you don't have to do it in a certain place you can do it anywhere and um yeah it really really will shift 
you in so many different levels. And so even if you are in a, in a depressed state or if you are having a difficult time, you know, I, I talk about a lot of students come to me when they have gone through a breakup and they are like not sure how to rebuild their lives and all those things. Dancing and a dancing environment can help you kind of create all of those layers of rebuilding yourself slowly because what's dancing happening as well dancing through difficulty you're actually a lot of times when we're going through a difficult time it's really a crisis in confidence in ourselves and a lack of connection in ourselves that happens and so we need to rebuild that again you know if you've gone through something difficult and you're just like I don't know if I can get out there I don't know if I can go anywhere and meet new people like if you have been date you know with someone for 20 years now you're divorcing like it's a big big change a big transition or, or leaving moving countries coming to a new country or new jobs or you lost your job like whatever difficulty you need to rebuild your confidence again mm-hmm. and so when you start into into spending time with yourself and your body and and just taking that time to self-care. So even if you're doing it alone of moving and dancing and, and spending some time for yourself to feel good, that's going to build your confidence. Then that's mm-hmm. going to help you, you know, um, start feeling better about, okay. Because what happens is when we are doing movements, also big movements, um, or, or in a dance class, we are connecting with each other. Those are power poses our testosterone will go up. And so a lot of people that do some dance poses or even uh, dance posture, well, it's like a power pose. So you'll increase your testosterone and then you'll be braver to take that action. So I also recommend if you have like a big interview or if you have like a big thing, you want to dance a little bit before that big big moment. So, um, so that it, that will reduce your cortisol, increase your testosterone as well. And, and so it'll help you take more risk, brave action because, um, you're changing your, your state in your body. So, so many applications we can put this for, you know, um, helping yourself feel more confident for building new friendships and relationships for doing exercise and losing weight and, and just getting active, in the body, you know, for your heart health, for your cholesterol, for your depressed yeah. depression. And, and, you know, everybody has a little bit of depression and cycles and we feel good and we feel sad. And, and so moving the body and putting music on and, and, and then doing it with another person, that's the next level. So even grabbing a friend and saying, we're going to dance together, or um, let's go to the dance class together or your partner let's go spend some time together and touch for an hour, you know, that will increase so much. So if you want to speak about couples and dancing, I can tell you a lot about what happens for the intimacy and the connection when you do dance with your partner. Yeah. Do you want me to go into that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go into that for a few minutes. So when you are dancing with your partner, and you do the eye gazing as well. So let's say you're connecting and embracing into a salsa pose or a tango pose or a bachata, which is a very sensual dance. Mm-hmm. Um, you're immediately getting that oxytocin and that bonding hormone. And then if you add the eye contact, so you're looking at each other and you're sending each other appreciation and love because you're doing this fun thing together, that's also creating an extra layer of bonding. But then let's say 
something happens, you're, you're, you're learning and you make a mistake and then you fix it or you go through something, you are having a shared experience, a shared experience of sometimes difficulty because a step might be not so easy or um, something funny happens. And, you know, you're like, oh my God, we've been doing it wrong. And now the teacher corrected you. And you're, you're actually going through a shared experience of ad- adversity in some level um, or fun or, you know, something comedic or funny happens. And again, that's another layer of bonding. And then you have the conversation piece, which is another way oxytocin can happen and dopamine. So you start talking about the lesson and you share what happened. And then also maybe you compliment your partner and you're like, you know, I really appreciated when you slowed down and you tried this with me again and just helped me. And every time you compliment someone, it releases dopamine for them. So it helps them feel like, oh, I got a reward. It makes them feel pleasure. Complimenting is one of those secret weapons of connection that we want to do a lot and help and, you know, make it a, a daily habit of, of being just compliment and share acknowledgement, encouragement, appreciation to everybody, because that will release dopamine for them. And every time we release dopamine in our bodies, we're like, this feels good. I want to do it again. And then if you have a person who's doing that for you, then your brain connects that that person makes you feel good. And so it's another level of bonding. So a lot of couples, yeah, it's like therapy. Exactly. A lot of couples, they're like, you know, we, we do therapy. therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And so this um, gives them the fun of doing something new together, maybe something out of a comfort zone for one of the cup, the partners. Cause sometimes, you know, the ladies love to dance and the guys are like, Oh, but once they start the lessons, they're like, this is, you know, this is great. I get to lead and I get to, you know, be clear in my messages and, and how I move. And my partner gets to relax and surrender and, and feel the music and, and the movements. So, so much can come from just a simple once a week, dance lesson. I call it like a romantic date night. And you could do this at home as well. Yeah, no, I love that. So continue on with with doing it at home as well, because I was actually going to ask you um, what would be some tips, because you keep keep explaining. I mean, we all now know how amazing the effects of dance can have on, on our hormone levels and our connections with other people. What happens if, let's say, we can't get to a dance class? or, mm-hmm. um, or we're at home, um, and we're looking for that, that oxytocin boost, or maybe that, that deeper connection with our partner just at home. Do you have just a couple in the last few minutes that we have just a couple of quick tips that might help somebody at home who's sitting at home and saying, okay, that sounds amazing. And I love it. But what are some ways I could also incorporate it at home? Yes, a hundred percent. So, um, definitely, you know, connect with your, with an instructor that you enjoy. I mean, uh, I have online lessons as well. And so if you want to check us out, you can. Um, But there's lots of lessons you can do from home. And so they teach you all the steps, all the frame, like what to do. And you can dance five minutes a day from home. Um, But I also don't want to brush over this idea that oxytocin and dopamine can happen from conversations as well. So I, I teach how dance principles can also work off the dance floor because really we're talking about a body language here. And so it's communication. And a lot of these dance principles uh, work for communications in other scenarios, like having a good conversation. So 
if dancing is something that, you know, it's not easy for you or, or maybe um, you have some kind of disability or something that prevents you from doing strong movement or, or a high impact movement, um, you can take these principles and put them in a conversation. So in a conversation, you want to actually face your partner so that you are, you know, heart to heart and eye gaze as you share with them whatever you're sharing. And the thing that will um, release the dopamine of pleasure is novelty. So asking a different kind of question. So let's say your, your husband comes home or your wife and you're like, how was your day? This is a very common question. Well, you want to ask something like, what was the highlight of your day? Or what did you love about your day today? Or what was funny or interesting or strange about your day today? And it's going to give them a moment to think about, but that's when the dopamine release is happening because that's a different question than, um, than they've been asked before. And so they have that feeling of like, oh, uh, let me think about it. And that good feeling of this is new and this is fun and this is different. So when you do that in conversations, um, you help someone like get that pleasure. And if you sit down and you're facing each other, you want to like, you know, you can touch knees or you can hold hands. You definitely want to include the touch, even if it's not through dance. Mm -hmm. So I always say never, ever, ever skip the handshake, even, you know, in a business environment. You always say hi. You always want to have that point of touch because it's the touch that releases the oxytocin. Yeah. So dancing, it's like an environment of high touch environment. But if you're in a different environment where dancing is not possible, then um, touch, hold hands as you're talking at home, you know, uh, like stand, sit, you know, even if you go to a restaurant, sometimes I, I encourage my couples to not sit in front of each other, but sit side by side at the bar and like pretend they're on a date, like from, you know, and, and, but even just sitting side by side and having that like rush, you know, shoulders touching and as they're eating or it gives them a different kind of uh, feel and also you're releasing the oxytocin so it's not only in dance that you can do this it's it's about touch it's about eye contact and being present and it's about asking questions and having these conversations that are a little bit um, different and that can go deeper you know because how was your day my day was good but what was the highlight of the day oh well I got complimented or I got called into the office and they gave me this new project or you can go deeper and and then really really connect yeah and, and really yeah. really build um a, a stronger bond with with your partner wow that was honestly beautiful i loved the way you just explained all of that and and just so simply laid it out for for our listeners and even myself you know there are some takeaways that now i'm going to go back to my husband and when he comes home tomorrow from work he, he works 24 he's a paramedic so when he comes home yeah. from work i'm going to say what was the highlight of your day or what was the worst part of your day rather than oh how was work because that's typically i even find myself doing that oh how was work um so yeah. even even lessons and principles that you said here I'm going to incorporate too, and I was learning from. So, so thank you, Nina, so much for that. Um, I really appreciate all of the deep insight that that you presented to our listeners here, and I really hope um, that 
some of our listeners on here were able to really gain insight and just have um, a better better idea of connection and um, and things. If you are looking to to find Nina and connect with her, whether that's through dance or connection or or better conversations, you can find her at Dance Today or you can also find her at Thrive Today. Those are her two websites. Um, I believe she also has uh, ninaparis.ca, um, and you can find all of her online dance courses, her connection, um, her, her thriving. All of those resources are there. I'll link them also in the show notes as well. Um, in the show notes, I will also link um, my website as well as my at women's underscore holistic underscore living so that we can really discuss if you are someone who's struggling with depression or anxiety or hormonal imbalances as well. Um, and I can help work with you there as well. Nina, is um, there any other places or any other details you'd like to add about where our listeners can find you? Yes. Thank you so, so much. I, you know, whether you are someone looking for dance, dancetoday.fun is a great great website to check out. Or if you want to create more connection off the dance floor, thrivetoday.fun, because all of it is about having more fun. So all of my websites finish with .fun, except my name, <laughs> ninaparis.ca. But really, we want to just add a little bit more fun into our lives in conversations on and off the dance floor, and that will help you know, have you as, as your audience is doing, having a more holistic way of living. And so I am really happy that we did this call because I, I feel like dancing is another portal and opportunity to, you know, have that holistic lifestyle and, and also having better conversations and connecting with others will help you as well. So thank you so much, Dominique, for having me. I really enjoyed this. Thank you for joining us. It was definitely a pleasure and we were honored to have you here. Ladies, I look forward to another episode with you in the future. Until then, stay healthy, stay happy, and understand how beautifully and wonderfully you were created.